guys, girls, everyone, get excited. I cannot believe who's here with us today. Chaya Lev! Hey, baddies! You don't see this, but I'm uh, doing some snaps hunting. <laughs> you cannot see the smile on my face, but it's like so wide. Like, you know, those like muscles that you have inside your cheeks that you never feel. I can definitely feel them right now. I'm so excited that you're here. Yes. Thank you for having me. What a uh, pleasure. Chaya Lev means life, wild, animal, heart. And that is so you, you just give me life every day for wow. months now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you from me, from my sisters on the other side of the world too. Everyone's just like, oh my God, thank her so much. Thank her so much. And She's a mess. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to us by Zahav Jewelry with one L. Hi, welcome to October 7th, Emotionally Raw Coverage. Today's Tuesday, February 6th. It's the 123rd day of the war. And joining us here in Dora's apartment during the sunniest day that it's been in weeks is the one and only Chaya Lev, straight in from Jerusalem. Hi, Chaya. Hi, Mommy. <laughs> Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. <laughs> it's really it's it's our pleasure. Well, we can we can share the pleasure. Yes. Chaya Lev is a 50-year-old goddess learning, loving, and reclaiming life on her own terms in a new country and healing her soul with dance and storytelling on the comedy scene. She's an activist. If you're lucky, she'll approve your request to follow her on Instagram, which I highly recommend Get you do. Get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You want to see this. You want to be following Chaya. Trust me. Well, um, you're gonna follow me to hell. You don't you don't wanna be my you don't wanna follow me. You want to uh be my friends, you want to be my confidants, but you follow me, you're going to hell, honey. Don't follow me anywhere. Just come and be my friend. That's what I love about Instagram. So I wanna be friends with people. I wanna meet new people, you know what I'm saying? I wanna be with them and experience them. And them to experience me in an authentic way. So I whenever this time they say followers, I'm like, where are they following me to? Hell. Cause you know. Not really hell. It's just a joke. But she's like, no, not hell. Not real hell, but just like, you don't know where you're going. You can't follow someone. You just have to meet that person and just like hang out with them online. That's what I like. True. And I love, <laughs> I love hanging out with you. I feel like you just give such realness in your videos. It's just like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, we just, we're just meeting today for the first time in real life, but I feel like I kind of know you, you invite mm -hmm. us into your world and oh, thank you. you're so real and so brave and you've really been an inspiration for me and also just a huge comfort as we're navigating Meshuggah energy, like yeah. straight up crazy shit. Like it doesn't make any sense what's going on. We're both from the States. We both see what's happening there. We see what's happening here. It's like this huge divide. Nothing's making sense. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just like, pulling out my hair, just losing my mind. And then I see one of your videos and I'm just laughing. I'm like, <laughs> it's just, it's like, how, it's so cathartic. There's so much love that you put into these videos and they're just honest. They're just like, be a wild woman. Like I, you had a video like that, right? Where you yeah. were talking about like, we Jewish women, we wild. We, we wild, baby. <laughs> we, we lit, we wild. They told us, high if you want to call it. We are wild, but that's what a woman should be. She should be a little bit of everything. And to suppress our wildness is crazy. We wild. We're sexy. We're beautiful. We're strong. We have our own issues, but we are wild and we got this. And that's what we're going to be. All of this is, I mean, you see the Jewish women down there in Aza snapping necks and 
and tapping ass. You know, that's who we are. We take no prisoners, you know what I mean? We do take prisoners. We need them all, all of the prisoners. But you know what I mean? We're just not afraid. You shouldn't be afraid. But that's, you have to tap into that wildness. That's my opinion. <laughs> In some senses, I think back to my own childhood. Like I'm, I'm an 85 baby, so mm-hmm. I'm like 38. And I think mm-hmm. about like how I didn't see anyone that looked like me on TV. And like this wild woman, like we didn't really see her. And then mm-hmm. people are like, well, you've been in Israel. I've been in Israel for 13 years. Wow. And there's definitely some like drawbacks living here when you like compare in terms of mm-hmm. convenience or like that comfort of like, you know, having a bathtub at home and, you know, not having mm-hmm. maybe black mold and all sorts of oh, stuff. But <laughs> Don't do it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people are like, what's kept you there? You know, some people that ask that question, because a lot of people are like, why aren't you there? Why don't you move back? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like some of the people that like are actually really curious okay. and I can talk about it with, I feel like here the energy is like lots of wild women. There are just wild women here in their strength, in their power. And Judean, then, Judean women. Yes. And I feel like you are just this like leader of the pack. And then when you're- <laughs> You are so kind. I need to come here all the time, honey. Yes. Please come all the time, please. I would love that. <laughs> and it, um, it's- it's truly extraordinary. Like, where do you find these reserves? Is it, is something, has it been ignited in you since October 7th or was it there before? And this was just like, oh no, this is like the next step in that. Like, no, first of all, you know, I'm not even standing, sitting here uh, in this chair without Hashem. Like there is no steps for me, particularly me. Some people don't believe I do. There's no Chaya without Hashem. I always make that very, very clear. I, I do that like prayers, blessings, grace, gratefulness to my creator because I'm created this way. Thank God, because life is hard. Life is rough. I'm the baby of nine, so I come from a big family. Um, and I really, it's for me, I just want people to be who they are, to be authentic. So I'm going to be authentic. If I pull up and if I'm, if I'm myself, then you can be yourself. And then we can be ourselves and we can have this thing together because everybody is just trying to like, grasping for straws. And that's not for me. So most people don't know I'm a pretty deep person on the surface. I'm a fool. I'm a fool too, but it's because I have a connection. It's a connection to my creator. So I always start out and let people know, don't let this foolishness fool you. I come really prayed up, old me out. So I'll be a little laid up. Thank you. Whoever's out there, call me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But you know, I'm just prayed up. Like, And then when you're confident in that way and you feel like you have um, this strength from above you, then you can move. But if you're not, if you like walking on a shaky ground, of course you're not going to be able to move. So I can be wild because I know I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm doing the right things and connecting to the person that even put me here in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So that's what people don't really know about me. But if you take my classes, if you dance with me, if you sit with me for more than an hour, you know that I'm going to give thanks where thanks is doing. It's not for me. It's like creator life, you know. From there we go. What really resonates right now, what's jumping out at me is something that my girl Judith, hey Juju, I love you, out in LA. Hey Juju. Wrote for me on a piece of paper years ago and it's still on my fridge and it's B and then the letter U plus F-U-L, B-U plus full, beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you have that that. abundance, that radiance. It's just sharing, like exploding out of you. You're just radiating online. And I want to talk to you about dance. Oh, that's my passion. Move 
movement. I, you you had a video recently where you mentioned like somatic mm-hmm. somatic um, mm-hmm. techniques and like mm-hmm. that that shake. And you know, I want to talk to you also about your journey with dance. Of course, the Chaya Love Dance Yala. movement that you've created. <laughs> and if you have any tips for for our listeners out there in terms of how they can incorporate a little bit of movement wherever they are to help them feel oh. better and elevate themselves. Yeah. Wow. Where do I start? I'm uh, so I guess we can just start like I always wanted to be a dancer. I want to I love dance. You know, I grew up like black girl in the kitchen, five, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? Papa. You know what I mean? <laughs> I grew up like that. So I grew up dancing, you know, like probably every young girl or I I know the sisters, we just grew up dancing. That's just how we do it. Not saying other people don't do it. But um and then you know, I'm my mom's last kid. My mom, I wish I took some basic ballet and tap classes. And my mom was just like, for real, I'm driving this big girl over here every day. And she asked the teacher, like, is she going to be the next Misty Copeland or whoever, the next nutcracker? And the teacher was like, no, she's a little tall. She's a little big. She can, you know, so my mom was like, okay, then let's pull her out. And so, um, but she's tired, you know, like whatever, like so many kids, she doesn't have time if I wasn't going to be the next, you know, Misty. So, um, but then I always wanted to dance, but I did other things in my life. And then um, I got breast cancer and then it's just like random. Right. And so I was, I took that moment to, to, to like really dance. And so I work with like trainers in the States or whatever that just kind of helped me get what I need to do so I can have the technical parts. And then I, I just uh, flavored it in Israel. I really came to Israel and worked really hard and cultivated the art of just connection because I felt like so connected. I felt disconnected to like my body and myself because you know, for whatever reason, but uh, I really wanted to work with women and really I love to work with everybody right now, exclusively working with women, um, but I want women to feel the same connection. So that's what dance is. And I love it. It's so much fun. We do everything. We play every, we twerk, we play breast love. I mean, you'll never look at a breast lover again after you are in my class. We play uh, Nigun. We play, I mean, we, we play I don't know, Chopin. We play Afro music. We play, you know, Cardi B. We, we take I try to take people on a journey, right? Because that's where people need. They need to connect to everything. So it's like, it's like on the surface, I'm an African dance teacher, but really I'm more like a movement coach, someone that's just going to help you be your best you because that's we're all so magical, but we don't know it. None of us know how magical that we really are, how amazing that we really are. So for me, I want to take you on this like journey of like, from your toe toenails, I want your toenails, I want your fingertips, everything to like get connected and find that that movement. And right now, because of what happened, uh, the terrible, terrible, unnecessary, unnecessary, uncalled for, ridiculous tragedy that we didn't ask for, but we will definitely finish. Our nervous systems are just breaking down. So this movement is so important to just reclaim who we are. So much has been taken from us. Every day we can't even properly mourn our dead because of, you know, people from that don't know us, people that think they know us, and, and we can't really reclaim that. But you can reclaim two minutes, five minutes, three minutes of dance each day just to bring your nervous system back on tap. So... That's why I, it's just, it's such a blessing that I'm able to do this and that people actually hire me to do this, bring me on to do it. And it's, um, thank, I'm thankful and grateful for everybody who's given me opportunity to like do what I do best. I don't really talk my shit so much, but when it comes to dance, I know that um, this is my passion, but it's just, it's just my calling. 
and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, baby. I'm going to do it. <laughs> You've been giving back so much also, from what I understood. I mean, Jerusalem Post just did a wonderful article about you, and they were highlighting just some of the incredible work that you do. You've been giving back to the community. Is that right? You've been working with some of the displaced people from Queens. the South. Queens. And I, you know what? October 7th is kind of crazy, right? It's like things happen. We, it's not our job to find out why things happen. Things happen, but it's our job to, it's like our reaction to what happened. October 7th is like, once again, an unnecessary, uncalled for tragedy, but I appreciate it. Why? Because I would have never met these women from Stagot. Where would I meet unless I'm going down to Moshav Yehini? So it's like, yeah, this this happened, but something really magical. I met women that I would have never met. And let me tell you something, honey, these Taimani women, they're like, there's an old, older lady. She's got 14 kids. She's like, I'm born in Yemen. I'm from Taiman and she's spicy and just like to see the strength of these women. And one day I was like, I came in like all American, like, and she's like, ma, like, I thought I'm helping them. No, Kapata, they're helping me. They're bringing me up. They're showing me what strength really is in the face of pure evil, in the face of the time that we don't understand. They're helping me. I thought I was helping them, right? Oh, I'm going to help these women. No, ma'am. They're giving me a strength that I don't think that I didn't think that I had. I have it now. I know I have it, but they pick me up. So it's just really like moho. It's not that type of bomb. It's the bomb, but no moho. It's not that type of bomb. It's the other bomb. For our listeners on the other side of the world, this is crazy. You're going to love this. We, we've we had downloads in over 30 countries, mm. including like, and I think all, all, all of the continents, which mm. is really exciting. Dope. But for our listeners that can't come in and like meet you and take one of your classes with you, do you have like a tip for them? Like, should they be shaking like two minutes a day? Should they be jumping up and down? Like, how can they incorporate that dance for all the people out there that are like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can dance. I don't know what, if I can do it. Or Of course. My motto is that we're all dancers. My motto is we are all dancers. I get people walking all the time. Like uh, the first thing they do, cause they see when they walk in, I know, I know what they see. I know what they're thinking. They say, okay, she's black. She about to twerk. And they're damn right. I'm black and I'm about to twerk. But baby, you about to twerk your cakes too. You about to twerk the Polish cakes, baby. Everybody's African up in here. I'm from Los Africa, California. Thank you. I am from LA, California. And I am call it Los Africa, California. Okay? So it's not about you can't. It's about allowing your mind to be free. We're all dancers. And so I particularly, if you come into my class, the first thing I say is to just drop your shoulders away from your ears. The first thing I say is to let go of what you thought you were coming to. Let it roll. Let it go. Come in here with a clean slate because every time I walk into a classroom, I literally say, please, Hashem, give me strength to not judge any of these women, to not, from class to class, same women, Clean slate. So when you walk in, when you look in the mirror, you look at yourself and you say, today I'm a new person. Drop your shoulders away from your ears. That's flight or flight. Why are you up here like this? Drop it away. Bring it down. You know, like if a ball is coming, you're like, 
Like drop it. It's releasing cortisol. Drop it and say today is a new day and just flow. Lift the arm up to the sky. Slowly bring it down. Take it around in a circle. Lift it up. Take it around in a circle. Move your neck. Move your neck. And shake your boobies. Even if you're a guy, you got boobies. Uh, ta, 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 boom. Start there. And then after that, we go. You can do, everybody can do that. It's just up, down, around, around, up, down. North, south, hug. North, south, hug. Like hugging a tree. And then shake it out. Let it go. Let, let everything that you know go. And then you're a dancer. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I love that. That you like look in the mirror every day and just say, this is a new day. A new day. This is a new day. I have no right. idea. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. Let it go. Of who I thought I was, what I thought would happen. I'm just letting Let go. Let go. Surrendering. Prayer hands, humility, just kind of, it's not mine. Mm-hmm. Shaking that off. They wrote in that article that you have an infectious, like an infectiously <laughs> positive. Pre- and I, I just feel like I'm, I'm on drugs or something right now. I'm totally what? sober. Like, yeah, it's like we could do some real drugs. Even more. <laughs> <laughs> I wow, like, <laughs> woo. I, yes. I, I, I honestly, radio. I have to describe now. I'm just like, guys, the, the, the smile. It's getting even wider than it was at the beginning of the episode. I didn't even know this was and possible. She's gorgeous, lady. <laughs> she's giving like 1970s, 80s Gilda Radner when she did the Jewish Jew, Jewish jeans. Did you remember the Jewish jeans? You guys look up the Jewish jeans commercial. Gilda was spicy queen diva. You giving Gilda? It's giving Gilda. Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh. I'm a tomato now. I'm like one yes. of the Elshanese little tomatoes. He's like, this tomato is so, it's me right now. Yes. Queen. You're going to love this since October 7th. I mean, I'm trying to like also p- focus on my gratitude. Mm. I stopped wearing bras. Yes. Okay. Just done. Done. Yeah. Yes. It's like, you know, cause there was a the whole thing and then I have to throw it on to get to the, to the bomb shelter in time with the air raid sirens. And then you just let go. You let go of that. You're like, oh, other people are going to see me like, you know, out and about mm-hmm, with just a t-shirt mm-hmm. on, no bra. And then you just like, let it go and let it go mm. and let it go. And I feel fantastic. My posture yes. is fantastic yes. now. I feel like it's, you don't need one of those little high tech chips like on your back that's going to be like, ooh, straighten up, straighten up. No, if my tit goes to a certain level on my <laughs> stomach, I'm just like, straighten up, straighten up. Yes. Uh, that's hope, it right there. That's it. That's Look. it. That's it. It's it's a startup. <laughs> need to figure out how to monetize this model yes. right there. <laughs> No bra, yeah. I mean, like, uh, no bra. And then for those, the only tightness that we should have, ladies, is the vagina kugels. No, not the kugels. The kugels are Jewish treat. The kugel, <laughs> what is a kugel? I meant to say kegel. My sister, the gynecologist, is going to love this. Kugels, kegels, it's the same. It's like kegels get your kegels, and, kegels and your kugels tomato, here at tomato. the, at the mafia. <laughs> I said the vaginal kugel. <gasps> we need a shirt. Vaginal kugels. <gasps> Kugel-a. Vagina like kugule. Oh my God, let me think about that. That's okay. so good. <laughs> kugel is, is like an Ashkenazi. Uh, you know kugel. Kugel. A kegel is vagina. But the kugel. <laughs> they, they call it kegel, I think, here. The cake. The cake is kegel. I think it's kegel. It's so. Is it kegel? Okay, a kegel in, in America is that, is, you know, the vagina, you tighten it up, you tighten it. Like, this is the sound. Or actually, a tight vagina sounds like a fish, like. That's a kegel, but a kugel is an Ashkenazi treat. It's like a, a, a casserole with cinnamon, or it can be, and yeah, but a, uh, never mind. You know, there's like Jerusalem kugel, like when you the go to Machneuda. The sweet, so it's the kegel brown. in Hebrew? It's kegel. That's some sick shit. Oh, <laughs> damn. 
me, my when I first like speaking Hebrew, I'm like, a who is a he, a he is a she, a him is a him. A them is a him. What the fuck? Like a knee and what is this? I don't know. It's crazy. And a kegel yeah. is a kegel. And a kegel is a kegel. It's a cake. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please cut all of that. No, no, keep it in. My keep mother would be in. disappointed if I can drop a couple of F bombs, you know. Comedy and truth so connected, right? Mm. And I love this comedy clip you shared from Funny Monday mm. this past month mm. where you were talking about all these fools on the internet Oof. that are telling you, well, first they were telling you to go back to Africa. Now they're telling you to go back are to European Europe. European colonizer. I'm like, this is great. Now I can go get on some big black cock. What is this? The BBC. I'm officially a European colonizer. I'm about to go get the BBC. What is this? That's what they've been telling me. I'm like, what does that mean? How how am I European? But I think that I, I can talk about this all night. I can do it. I can talk about this all night. F first of all, people on the internet think I'm Ethiopian. That shows you how much they don't know about people, the Jewish people, the African people. That I don't look Ethiopian. There's 54 countries and there's one continent. So they're always like, what happened to the Ethiopian sterilizations? I'm like, I don't know. They had the same depot that you took last week. Like, you just, like, I'm just on it. I'm on it because stop playing in my face. Like, what is this? So don't get me started because I will go on a tangent. That's the only thing is that, like, seeing people calling me, telling me in one thing, go to back to Africa, then calling me a slave, okay? And then telling me the Jewish people don't love me. I'm like, what kind of manipulative, beat down boyfriend, bull Ike Turner bullshit is this? And I keep it very, very real. I won't, you can't, you can't intimidate, manipulate someone that is the baby of nine. You, 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 you can't, baby. I got too many siblings with too many personalities and my mother and father, they're king and queen. So try that on somebody else. So I, online, my Instagram stays, I'm in jail. I'm in Instagram jail as we speak. Because the internet is not designed for that clapback. The clapback is when someone says something to you and you come back and you respond. So they respond like Hamas, right? Like the little mini terrorists. And they tell you. And then when you clap back and get on that ass like Israel, then they have like the internet to kind of protect them and say, that's not whatever. Then you shouldn't have called me a slave. You shouldn't have told me to go back to Africa because I'm going to hit you with these facts real quick. And so that's what I love to do because I use all of this. I use the internet as a complete tool for entertainment. I use it for what it's designed for. These people that I do not know, will never meet, have never met. I don't know where they are. I don't know if they're in their grandmother's basement while she's in the freezer dead. I don't know anything. I can't take them seriously. However, I use it for comedy. I use it for my stage because they're stupid. You know what I mean? So the internet is like the place where I'm just practicing material. That's my material because what? What is this? They're not, they're not, I don't even know if they're a bot in Malaysia and the Malaysian bots are off the chain. You know what I'm saying? So I use the internet for fun, for entertainment and my job and my job. And my job is to, like show all parts of me. I'm positive. I'm naturally going to look at life in a way that is how my creator wants me to. But I'm not above petty. I'm petty. I'm petty. What is petty in Hebrew? 
Petty is like... Katnonit, but not katnonit. really. It's, katnonit. Like, but not in a way that's nasty. I know how to use your words to talk to you on your level. I have to, I can't talk to you on a queen's level if you're not going to understand it. You have to, you don't talk to a four-year-old about radiology tech on a level of a high level. You get on their level. You talk, to, you deal with people how they approach you. So that's what I love about the internet is because it gives me so much material. And I'm just like typing and like cracking up. What is this? Like, please. It's it's crazy. Like there's this war and there's the soldiers mm. and there's the diplomacy mm. and there's the <laughs> what was supposed to be neutral international human rights organizations, <laughs> which are not neutral at all. Of course not. And then there's social media. There's like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, blah, the whole world. Yes. And there's so much misinformation. There's like people running around. They see the shit that Hamas was GoProing. They see the stuff that they were putting on the family of the victims' walls. They're seeing all the evidence. They're seeing the testimonies of the Hamas terrorists that were captured and in the interrogations. Of course. And they're like, it's not real. It's fake. These same people that were saying, we believe her, all that shit. Like when it comes to us, they don't believe it. And then you're so humble for saying like, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's there for my comedy, et cetera. But you're like way deep in it. Like you are <laughs> exposing yourself and then they're all coming to you. Like for me, my, my Instagram has kind of turned into an eco chamber after years that I was trying to cultivate something that was diverse and blah. And I, I, I really think about this, like mm-hmm. how, how can we like change the, in this war of ideologies, in this war with misinformation and this crazy, P- Hamas has the best PR machine in the world. Like they mm. could take a Big Mac and make it healthy. Like they have the best, I've never seen anything like this. I really think about this a lot. Like it, what medium, like what format do we need to like take this on? Can we convert the hearts and minds of these young Gen Zers? Like you know, one day the older people are going to disappear. Gen Zers are going to be politicians, judges, like legislators, teachers, yeah. all this shit. That fucking freaks me out. I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, how do we, how do we, how do we occupy the same reality with these people who have their own bespoke reality and that look at facts and are like, I just don't feel like that's true. Like, do you think mm. that there's any hope? Do you think that like, we're going to be able to change anything? I, I really don't know. First of all, oh, it's just so much. But in this time span for me, the way I handle it is like, I just handle it in a Torah way. Everything that I handle about life is in a Torah way. Because what the hell? There's no, there's no, there's no explanation for this. This is the world we know that there's a time that the world will be upside down. So I look at it, everything I do is in a Torah way because I'm a Jewish woman and that's how I live my life. And what, what I tell people to do is keep doing you. Keep doing the right thing. Don't, like, you can't change a fool. Two, you trying to change a fool, you just both look like two fools, right? What you need to do is keep doing you. Keep doing the right thing. Keep connecting. If you're a Jewish woman or a man, you need to keep connecting to Torah. So, sorry, that's the only, that's what I'm going to tell you because if you're reading Torah, you know you know what's up. You know Hamas is not human. They're Amalek. This is my point. This is my... So when you're dealing with these little weird people, you know the world is upside down. So keep doing the best that you can do. Keep doing the best. It'll work itself out. It, this is not... It's 2024. This is not 
my God's first time around in foolishness. It's been going on for years. Like, it's just the first time we're seeing it. So we just need to keep, like, just keep popping, doing what we're doing. It'll work itself out. It's going to work itself out. Because one thing about we know is that people, like what you're seeing, that are just, like, foolish, they're going to be written down in history books. We keep the longest receipts. They're going to disappear. They're irrelevant. They're fighting to be relevant. They're using the name of the Jew. They're using the struggle of the Jew to be relevant. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're trying to be relevant. Honey, good part of us. You're so sweet. You're so cute. You're so cute. They're, they're, they're irrelevant. They're fighting for re- relevancy. And so all of this, first it was, there's no hostages. Then it was when the hostages came out. See how good they're... They're irrelevant. Every time I, you know, even though I do like my comedy when I read it, sometimes I get off the internet like, I just wasted so many brain cells on this. And so I have to give myself like, you know, an hour a day just to, because it's, they're irrelevant. And so we have to not allow them to pull our spirit down. Keep our spirit up. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. The Jewish people have been here for 4,000 plus years and we're going to keep going. It's, it's, we just have to do do what we do and not let them like be nudnikim and take away from our spirit. And so that's when it becomes a sad thing because I, I have friends who are really sick, who have been watching the internet, who have literally, I feel bad for them, who can't walk out the door, who are physically sick behind the internet. That makes me sad because the internet is the matrix. It's not a real place. It is a real place, but it's a different type of world. The world that I walk in in Tel Aviv and I see the people together, that's like the real world. The internet is, is, is an echo chamber of foolishness. So we have to stay out of that bowl, out of that spoon, the cough of foolishness, and really take it in jest. Not, I mean, get involved. I'm involved, but my soul isn't involved. My spirit, hell no, you're going to kill yourself. The internet, these people are crazy. We know this. So don't, the, my advice is just like, if you believe in, so even if you don't believe in God, if you believe in a tree, you better hug that tree and figure it out. You got to have, you got to believe in something or you're going to fall for anything. Come on. So if some people say, I don't believe, okay, don't believe, believe in a cupcake. I don't know. You sprinkle some sugar, but you got to, you got to have something that you put your foot on because if not, you're going to lose it because this shit is like crazy. So that's what I tell people. Just like stay on your toes. You have fun with it, but don't let it take from your spirit. And that's on period. With the capital T. Okay, so I have this thing where I, I, I had my tongue pierced years ago. And it was like a thing. I could, I could talk about that, but I broke my tooth. I could tell that story, but I don't like... Do they do piercing? Do they, you say body jewelry? They do body jewelry. It's like kind of like if kinfolk did like body piercings so like they have septums and stuff like that but you can also get like a fake septum like oh. if you want to be like if you want to be a protester for a day if you want to be a bethany i was thinking about the bethany uh, thing two weeks uh, ago to do it as a segment like yeah. oh if you want to if you want to be on the front lines and you want to be like bethany pink hair or whatever but you don't have a, like a septum like this is oh your- my god that's good joining us today on solid gold is Chaya lev hey <laughs> hi Okay. So I, I like to tell the story about um, I'm from a big family and my mom has nine children, but two of us, I always like to say she has the most powerful vagina in the Middle East. She birthed 
the Middle East IP conflict, but if it were a loving version, right? My brother is Muslim and I'm Jewish. He reverted to Islam 35 years ago. I converted to Judaism 15 years ago, another time in the Rabbanut. And my mom is so messy. She'll call me and be like, Aslam Aleichem. And she'll call me and I'll be like, wrong child, bitch, call your other, like, bitch, call your other son, right? You could need to call Sharif. You're calling Chaya. You need to say Shabbat Shalom. And she's always like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But it's like, we are like, I like to think that we are like that Jewish Muslim bond if we could just be in peace. Like we are family, we are brothers and sisters and we are in love and we just have two different faiths and ideologies that we follow, but we, at the end of the day, we give a hug. But my mother will not allow the Balagan. They're not gonna do the Unra thing. She's not doing the Unra thing. She's not keeping the shit popping. You know what I'm saying? She's just like, these are my kids. But I always say, mom, you have such a powerful vagina. It's just, it just, just birthed out something so magical. And that's the story of the day. No piercings, no problem. Visit ZavJewelry.com and check out their wide variety of solid gold body jewelry made in New York City, the city where I'm from. Use discount code DOOR24, that's D-O-R-24, for an additional 35% off your entire order. And if it's your first order, they're even going to throw in a free pair of 14-karat gold earrings. In this last segment... I really just want to give you freedom, like absolute, like not that you didn't have it before, but like absolutely talk about anything that you feel like is missing from the conversation that you feel like has to be said, that needs to be heard, that people maybe are missing, whatever, whatever you feel like. Ooh, I want to tell people to, first of all, I want to tell all the ladies out there to feel their boobies every month feel girlfriend over here doesn't wear a bra so she can feel everything touch your boobies uh, i'm a breast cancer survivor and um and i think that's so important but also i want people to um stay connected so they can have i, I believe in connections so they can have really good sex because out here in israel ain't no good sex honey mordechai and shlomi they're not doing it right because they're not they're not together oh my god morty shlomi please get your dicks popping Lord, I know we've been cutting our dicks. That's that's Yohai Sponder right there. He said, like, we've been cutting our dicks. We, uh, we don't have time. We've been 4,000 years, but please, Morty <laughs> Shlomi, girl Tim, get your dicks in order. We need good sex. We tired. The girls are tired. <laughs> that's our point. <laughs> that's important, okay? Please. <laughs> I cannot wait to come to Funny Monday with you in a few weeks please, when you appear on stage. Oh, I, on top of everything else, she's also a comedian. Uh, I forgot to mention that. So I'm... And I work with... The, I, I, I'm so lucky to be able to be mentored by one of the best, Yochai Sponder, and to be able to be in the presence, obviously, of him and Shachar Hassan, who are just kings of kings. I mean, Israel has so many I can name. Mike Kroll... Yossi Taravalis. I can go on. Matan, who's doing, uh, he was in the army, who's doing the work. Um, there's so Matan Paris, but I am just the girl that wants to tell a story. And everything that I talk about on that stage is actually an experience that I've had. I don't write anything. I've tried writing um, and it doesn't, I'm like, why the hell am I writing my own shit down? I don't, I, what? I'm the Ichu Hollywood story. I'm, why am I writing my own shit down? What is this? Because then I'm up there like, what did I write down? I'm like, I forgot. Well, how could I, how could I forget? But I am so blessed to be able to work with some of the best gentlemen in the business. And I, I, I hope that I can continue with God's help. Please, God. 
Yes, please God. Please God, baby. Please God. No, people people always go, I didn't know you were so like holy. I'm like, of course, you can't have holy without the hoe. Get into it. If you're going to have holy, you got to have the hoe. You know what a hoe is? Okay. <laughs> I love him. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you cannot have holy without the hoe. That's a joke, guys. You just got to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All good things have to come to an end. I'm like about to start crying. Oh, like, no. Thank you for having me. Are you kidding? Thank you for coming here. This has been such, it's been all the treats in the bag and then all the treats that exist in the world. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for being patient so with me, much. by the way, in my non-course. I'm the worst. My email, I'm like, oh, I have like 3,000 unread emails. I'm bad. So thank you for working with me and being patient with me. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> I'm like, publicly apologizing <laughs> so I don't have to do it the first of the year. Shoshana, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> thank you so much, Kyla, for everything you're doing and for coming in today. So listeners, thank you so much for listening in on this episode. If this is the first time you're listening to October 7th Emotionally Raw coverage, we invite you to go back, listen to episode zero, which is kind of like our disclaimer. Episode 21, which is like our showreel from what some of our devoted fans are calling season one. From episode 32, things kind of shifted. Um, we started inviting guests on for a once a week bit of a longer format, about 45, 50 minutes. It's been, wow, a hell of a ride, which is actually the name of episode 32, which is about Captagon, the synthetic methamphetamine that a lot of the terrorists were on. What? Yep. We've had that episode and we had Yotam Confino on, who's an amazing journalist who was actually on Piers Morgan talking about the horrific Hamas atrocities video that he was one of the first hundred journalists in the world to see. Um, and talking about the double standard, about covering this place. Matt Schultz was on. Uh, he's a writer over at the Jewish Journal and he's a rabbinical student. And we spoke about everything from like Kanye and forgiveness and the state of Judaism in Israel. Lots of amazing guests have been on. Sam Hyde, Ben Glee, Rav Mordechai. Ariella Carmel was on here Drop in episode names, 35. Baby. And that was about the weaponization of sexual violence on October 7th and the just completely heartbreaking silence of feminists and international organizations around the world um, since. So we really invite you to go back and listen. And we also invite you to drop us a line, October 7th, the podcast at gmail.com. We have an Instagram profile. We have a YouTube channel. We have a Patreon account if you'd like to support us. Support. And all of the links are in the show notes. Did I forget anything? Thank you to Shema Podcast Team, your home for podcasts, Maya Schlesinger, Jonathan Gall, my amazing co-host, partner in creation, Dor Comet. I'm Amy Sapan. Stay safe and stay tuned. Ah. <laughs>